raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Grover Stewart suspended six games without pay. Violating the NFL policy on performance-enhancing drugs. He'll be back. Eligible to return, I should say, on December 4th. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. But he went right to social and said, look, I did this. But I, I didn't know I did this. Quote, I want to apologize to the National Football League, the Colts organization, my teammates, our fans, and my family. I was surprised and disappointed to learn I had violated the policy. I respect the integrity of the game and would never purposely put myself or the team in this kind of situation. Um, so we don't know what it is, but as is reported, the NFL policy on performance-enhancing drugs says a six-game suspension is levied when a player tests positive for an anabolic agent. So that would be something that mimics testosterone and promotes uh, muscle growth. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what he what he took. He says, continuing, "quote I am responsible for what I put in my body." I should say that again. I am responsible for what I put in my body, and I should have taken the proper steps to educate myself. I will learn from this moving forward, and I will take the appropriate measures to ensure this never happens again. So the question is did he really not know he's like my gosh i feel terrible or did he know and he was like you know what yeah i did it just just say that you did it and what a mistake and that's it i don't know i i I don't know the dude i don't think disparaging the guy is helpful in any way shape or form he comes out and says yeah i did it it's my fault okay he's in the last year of his contract Three-year, $30.75 million extension. He'll be a free agent at the end of the year. I think the Colts like him. I don't know if this affects his future or not, but certainly not what you want to see. Meanwhile, the Indiana 5th District gets more crowded as Max Ingling has announced that he's running. Now, uh, Max did reach out to be on the show. It's been with the Israel stuff, just a little bit uh, hectic. And uh, and so I, I have not made that happen because if I do make that happen, then I got to have every candidate in the 5th District on the show. So I need to strategize that and how we're going to make that happen. So uh, I, I I appreciate the, the outreach because not everybody does outreach. I've had very few candidates... Uh, actually uh, do that. Uh, Ingling story, uh, IUPUI graduate, volunteered with the Republican Party, interned on Capitol Hill. He was the member services director for Speaker McCarthy. Actually left uh, McCarthy's office before everything went down with him being uh, removed as as speaker. Um. In his announcement, he earned his master's degree in defense and strategic studies from the Naval War College in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, 
this this is an interesting interesting run. Now, by the way, um, uh, the people over at current. Uh, you are current.com uh, say that he is now the member services director for Representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, who is uh, the speaker pro tem right now. Uh, this is this is a really interesting guy and an interesting add to the race where you have Chuck Goodrich right now clearly in that lead. Chuck Goodrich is 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 in that lead. He's got the money. He's got some some solid name ID. This is all to replace. Uh, Victoria Sparts. What's fascinating about Sparts is that in this vote for Speaker, where she, uh, um, I, I, she did not vote for Jim Jordan. She voted for Thomas Massey as Speaker. She said, "I would like to remind Jim that Republicans are not sheep and will refuse to support him if he will try to use the same McCarthy intimidation techniques on members on the floor." Even if I have to run again, so McCarthy and his friends have a chance to primary me. So the fifth gets fascinating. You've got the local people getting in. You have got people who have who are from here coming back to get in this race who have some serious DC chops. And you have Victoria Sparts saying, Oh, I may not be done, and keeps hinting at this. This is amazing. And I have no idea which way it's going to go. But I, I, I will, because this race has gotten so nutty, I, I will find time for, for the candidates. We, we will reach out. Um, uh, executive producer is off for a couple days. We'll reach out when he gets back and, and see what we can set up for the morning show on the subject of the 5th District. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Super, super crazy stuff. Um, I, I guess it's good for radio, though. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Are we going to see a change in the run for president where this does become a two-man race? The question that I'm asking is, has Ron DeSantis shown you that he may not be the best talker, but he is a pretty damn good doer? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Are we going to take uh, refugees from Gaza? No. No, because anti-Semitism is taught all over Gaza, and you can't bring that into our society. He said the words. Oh, he's calling everybody anti-Semitic. Okay. But you know the vast majority of the country agrees with that sentiment. You have to be a member of the squad, one of these Jew haters, along with Congressman Andre Carson and a host of others, in order to somehow have an issue with that. This reality that all they teach in Gaza at the madrasas and other places is hate. It's what they teach. He may not be a, a, a talker, but he, he did the thing. We're sending flights 
two uh, areas uh, around Israel. We're going to gather Americans. We're going to bring them back home. And he did. And he did. That's actual doing. Does that change the calculus? It was Nikki Haley who said that we could take in refugees and then they tried to walk it back. She didn't say it as clear as that, but that was the way she was headed and it was really, really poorly done. A mistake from Nikki Haley. Vivek Ramaswamy has proven what we said here. Smarmy dude. Desperate for that Trump vote. He's always got a reason why you didn't understand him. It's just worn thin. And now Ramaswamy is trying to take a page out of the DeSantis book. I say good, but how will it be taken? The popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more Ramaswamy through his family foundation. I didn't know he had a family foundation. They're arranging for flights out of Israel and supporting efforts by Congressman Corey Mills, who literally walked in uh, to Israel and to the area and said, all right, we're taking you, we're taking you, we're taking you, and put people on planes. Pretty incredible stuff. Listen to this. Sorry about that. It would have been better if I was doing my job right. Vivek Ramaswamy is a GOP presidential candidate. He joins us now. And Vivek, you have in process some information about a flight that has taken place. Can you tell us more about what you're planning and and how you're getting Americans out? Absolutely, Harris. I believe in putting my money where my mouth is. And our family's foundation was proud to support some of the efforts organized by Congressman Corey Mills to get Americans safely out of Israel. So we were proud to support chartering a flight with over 200 seats on it that actually left Tel Aviv and by way of Cyprus, then bringing Americans safe passage home on that journey. And so we were proud to partner with Corey Mills and his team. I believe in standing as an American for our fellow Americans to get them out of harm's way. And we were proud in our version of having lived the American dream to do our part to help those fellow Americans. That flight took off from Tel Aviv on Monday morning, and I'm proud to have supported those efforts. Now, good on you, man. Good on you. But will it be seen as following Ron DeSantis? Now, personally, I don't care as long as we're getting Americans back. And I have no idea what it is. There, there was this talk that the State Department would get Americans to, to Cyprus but because uh, uh, there weren't flights coming out of Israel, but we would charge them. Like we would, uh, th- there was some kind of fee. What, what, what are you talking about? Why would, why? We're, we're willing to give people in the country illegally $9,000. Was that in Chicago? They're going to give everybody nine grand? Taxpayer money for this, taxpayer money for that. To get Americans out of Israel, uh, write a check? Super weird if that's the case. I, I'm well, if you've got data on that, email me, Tony at TonyCats.com. I'd appreciate it. I don't object to Ramaswamy doing this. Better late than never is a fine way to go about it. The question is, is this, um, and by the way, Corey Mills has gotten 96, uh, he did it himself, got 96 Americans out, Sent, brought a plane over, said, let's go, and they went. Pretty impressive stuff. So you can argue Ron DeSantis, uh, he uh, followed in the footsteps of Corey Mills, maybe. 
But I wonder whether or not it plays differently. Will it play well for DeSantis because he was first? Will it play problematic for Ramaswamy because he looks like he's following the leader? Will it matter to anybody in in a positive or a negative? The last poll I have is Morning Consult. And the Morning Consult poll was October 13th to 15th, and it has Trump 59, DeSantis 14, in this case Nikki Haley 7, along with Ramaswamy at 7, Pence at 6. Pence nationally is at 3.8%. He needs to be 4% to make it. And every conversation is he doesn't have the money, which I'm not surprised by. He doesn't have the money. I am curious as to how this is seen. I think Haley did herself damage, damage in this conversation about refugees from Gaza, which clearly we should not be taking. Absolutely not. The people of Gaza have been told for 40 years more that uh, that um, the Israelis or, or the Jews are the enemy and they have to be destroyed. Not everybody believes it, but that's not something that's enough uh, that will get me enough trust to say, sure, sure, come on in. It's going to take a couple generations. But when you don't live under Hamas rule and you learn how to, to govern yourself, you'll make some mistakes along the way. It should happen in Gaza. And then maybe things get better. Maybe the hate dissipates. Maybe you realize there's a better way. You know, if you actually love your kids. That's what I want. That's what I would hope for. Otherwise, I'm fine with Israel taking over everything. Not everybody agrees with me, but I'm used to this. But I don't believe we should be taking in any refugees. Bringing Americans home, we should do. So let us see how these actions affect this data. And really, the only data that matters is Iowa, where Trump right now is still up by a good 30 points. repeatedly if my life has changed since the terrorist attack in Israel? And the answer is no. No, it, no, it hasn't. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always aware. I'm always cognizant. I've made some changes in, in my, my own home. I've made some changes in, in how some things are, are, are situated some recognition of, all right, I, I guess I need an extra of this and maybe one more of that. I won't go into into uh, details. Tony Katz, uh, 93 WIBC. I, f- I forgot what the station was for a second there. I almost said Tony Katz today, but that's later. That starts at noon. Uh, there, there, there is no doubt, and, and I have, um, I've had people give solicited advice. I've had people give unsolicited advice on on what to do and how to handle things. And here's how you engage safety and here's how you handle. I I, I don't live my life thinking that people are are, are coming to get me. I don't I don't do that. I've I've never been that guy. I've also been asked, uh, but I, I will get into the radicals here in Indiana 
and in coming up in in a bit, and specifically everything that they told you about silence is violence, and silence is, 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 it makes you makes you complicit, right? And and how you had to be an anti racist. Remember that one? You had to be an anti racist, otherwise you were a racist. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break that down in a little bit. Um. I, I I also I get asked all the time if I get hate mail, all the time, and the answer is no. I think I read to you the last thing that I got, um, where it was a uh, death to the imperialist Israelis. Why don't you stop being ignorant and brainwashed by your fake heritage? You are sick. There is no such thing as a European Semite. Semitism begins in Ethiopia and spreads to Western Asia. Jew does not belong in the Bible. Death to all imperialist Israelis. Call the CIA fake-ass brainwashed dummy. No such thing as a European. Uh, they, they wrote site. I think they mean Semite. Uh, Jews are European. Hebrew is a fake language, not Semitic. Do your MF homework. So, like, that's the, the there, there's the extent of it. That That's it right there. I don't, I don't know what to do, what I'm supposed to do with that. You, you, you hand that over to the FBI? They're they looking for a laugh? They, they they need that chuckle in their life? I I, I admit that I, I don't, I don't get that stuff. I, I, I it doesn't come my way. And, I, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, you can look at it one of two ways. I'm not big enough or important enough for people to respond to, or we're engaged in a conversation with such clarity that it's kind of hard to send me hate mail because I don't play in in these uh, ridiculous spaces. I'm discussing things the way they are, and I'm clearly uh, and and lucidly engaging in, in, in an honest conversation. It's one or the other. Or or uh, or the, these haters are really lazy. They're just super lazy. I, it could be that too. But no, man, my 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 day goes on as as normal. You know, we we do the show. Matt Bear tells me about you know his macros and how much how much boiled chicken he had that day. Maybe maybe some some long grain wild rice. You're not eating enough chicken. I know this. I, you you know that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you try to uh, you try to subsidize that with brisket, which I think is a great idea, but it's not chicken. It's not. It's not chicken. Mm-mm. Brisket is not chicken, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> I've tried it. Hold on, wait. I said that wrong. Chicken is not brisket, no matter how hard you try. Vice versa. That's 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 where it is. So <laughs> now all is well. All is well. Aware. Oh yes. And am I aware? that the left wants you to think differently uh, regarding Israel than they did about everything else they've ever told you? Oh, yeah. I am aware of these frauds right here in Indiana, starting with the Indiana Democratic Party. That story is coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. The Indiana Democratic Party is all talk when it comes to anti-Semitism. Because if they were in any way, any level of action, they would condemn Congressman Andre Carson. They would condemn Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. They would condemn Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. They would condemn Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. They would condemn Congressman Jamal Bowman. They would do these things if they were more than just some squawking 
And they were actually engaged in action. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I was told that if I'm not anti-racist, I'm a racist. You remember that? That conversation from Ibram X. Kendi, that bigot, wanted to tell you that if you weren't an anti-racist, well, that was just proof of your racism. I'm going to use the same rules if these are the rules. The Indiana Democratic Party is not against uh, anti-Semitism. They will not actually fight it. They will not take to task Hoosiers, like elected Hoosiers like Andre Carson, who befriend Louis Farrakhan and won't condemn Hamas. Therefore, what am I left to do except understand as a baseline that the Indiana Democratic Party is an anti-Semitic organization? Let's go at it. What a thing to say, Tony Katz. I'm just using their rules. I'm just using their lefty rules against them. But I was actually able to show you exactly what's happening. Not some make-believe, not painting a group of people uh, uh, based on their skin color because of X, Y, and Z. No, no, no. Andre Carson, who did not mention Hamas in his first statement. You'll notice that I have been very critical of Pam Witten, the president of Indiana University. She had to put out a second statement showing, uh, uh, stating that Hamas is a terrorist organization. You needed to have a meeting to know that. You're the president of the university, which is now, I think, a questionable thing. Because somebody who cannot lead the university on on something so significant and so easily understood, well, how would I trust them to lead in any other way? You either did not know or you are afraid of your student's response. And the job of a leader is to say, this is the moral clarity. Pam Witten didn't do it. And Andre Carson didn't do it. He then puts out a statement a week later that uh, condemns Hamas and Israel. Whoa! You can't come out and condemn Hamas, a terrorist organization, but you can come out when you engage in even more equivocation? That's not leadership. That's you feeling a little bit of heat and figuring you can, you can mollify some people as if we're not paying attention. No, 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 no. No. This was his statement. We need a ceasefire now. I condemn the horrific attacks by Hamas on Israeli civilians, and I also condemn the Israeli government's cruel response on millions of Palestinians. Every human life is precious. Wait a second. Now we're into every life matters? All life matters? I was told that if you didn't say anything but black lives matter, that you were a bigot. Now it's every life matters? I don't even know what to say. Who can keep up with their twists and their turns? Of course, of course, uh, Andre Carson mentions this six-year-old that was murdered in Illinois in a disgusting story by their landlord as the reporting goes. The landlord heard about the day of jihad and these tenants were Muslims, so he stabs the mom 12 times and he stabs this kid 26 times, kills this child. That's insane. Absolutely. I'm disgusted by it. Absolutely. 
not one photo, not one post from Andre Carson of the women raped in Israel. Not one photo of the women burned alive, of the children kidnapped by Hamas, the same organization he won't denounce. Yet I'm going to believe that Hoosier Democrats join President Biden in standing with Israel against terrorism, anti-Semitism, and hate? That's their statement. They actually put that out there. They put that out there. That the Indiana Democratic Party stands unwavering with Israel in her time of need and supports its fundamental right to defend itself against the terrorism of Hamas. If this is the case... Why aren't you excoriating Andre Carson for his failure to meet where you are? Why would I believe you, Indiana Democratic Party? I think you're liars. I think you're frauds. This statement came out October 17th, not October 7th. It took his trip to Israel as Biden is in Israel right now, for you to do this? You didn't know how to do this on October 7th, October 8th, October 9th, October 10th, October 11th, October 12th, October 13th, October 14th, October 15th, October 16th. Were you guys poll testing it? Or should I just be thankful that you finally got there? I don't believe you. I believe that the statement is political. I would believe you if you would look at your own house, at your own people, and say, you got to do better. Maybe Indianapolis could do better. Vote for somebody else. Yeah, I might rather you voted for a Republican. But vote for another Democrat who at least doesn't think that Hamas is the good guys, doesn't pal around with Louis Farrakhan, doesn't refer to Rashida Tlaib, that Jew hater, as his sister. A little better. Vote for another Democrat who doesn't hate the Jews. But the Indiana Democratic Party doesn't push for such a thing. They don't engage in the actual fight against anti-Semitism. So, based on the rules of anti-racism, I'm only left with one thing to understand about the Indiana Democratic Party. They don't stand against anti-Semitism. With Andre Carson in office, they support it. Until, of course, they don't. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.